I'm not as scared. It's a beautiful day. What a beautiful day. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Aliens have spread them around the world. We can't go over them. We can't go under them. Looks like we got to go through them. <laughs> Take that, Ghidra. <laughs> is it Ghidra or is it Ghidorah? I honestly, now, now you have me questioning it. Anyway, we'll figure it out before we get to that part of the conversation. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Behind the Hype. I'm your host, as always, Brian Jessel. With me, as always, is Chewie Dixon. Hi. And Jonathan Hardesty. It's pronounced GIF. It's pronounced GIF? Yeah. <laughs> the whole Ghidorah, yeah. Ghidorah, Ghidorah. It's GIF? Got it. No. It's yep. GIF? Yep. <laughs> There's a nice timely reference for you. <laughs> oh, We don't call man. it Jardians of the Galaxy. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> is it, have I been mispronouncing that this whole time? Is it not Jardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> no. The jam sandwiches? <laughs> I mean, they would eat jam sandwiches. I don't even know what those are, but I bet the galaxy's guardians. Where's character in that is uh, Jamora? I'm a bigger fan of Droot. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> GG, y'all. Uh, GG. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> here we are, week three of uh, Toho Showa era Kaiju month, and man. A bit of a gear shift this week. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said that uh, I, these ones have been surprising me, these movies? Yeah, this one surprised me again. Yeah, this is, uh, as if you listened to last week, you might remember that none of us had actually seen this one. Mm. I, I did not know what to expect, but this was not it. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like Star Trek to me. It did kind of feel like Star Trek. Yeah. Felt a little bit like Star Trek, a little Doctor Who-like at times, with, of course, a lot of Godzilla mixed in. Mm. But it's just like, what What exactly was the goal here? This is a strange movie. The goal was to have the monsters destroy a bunch of landmarks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That, that That's about it. Uh, I'll do a very quick breakdown for those of you who have not seen it. So Destroy All Monsters takes place in the future, where uh, peace has been achieved. Everything is fine. Um, all the monsters are fine. They're a little grumpy, but they're fine on Monster Island or Monsterland, depending on, you know, who's talking. And uh, they've created, like, perimeter things, so, like, Rodan can only fly so far. If Godzilla wants to go for a swim, some gas gets released and he can't go, and he's like, I want to go swimming, and he stomps away. Um, but for the most part, they seem like they're okay being on the island. Like, the island is home, they just wish they could leave, but they can't, but it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and then some aliens show up, and the aliens are like, all monsters be free, and they send them out to attack major cities. Uh, Godzilla goes and kicks New York's ass. Uh, Rodan <laughs> goes after Paris. Like, they just go worldwide. No, Rodan goes after Moscow. That's right. Rodan goes after Moscow. They, they all just go and fuck shit up, and um, the aliens contact the humans. They're like, what's up, dudes? Uh, just so you know, they're going to keep wrecking every city you own until you submit to our will. And, of course, the humans, you know, much like us Earth humans, are like, Fuck that shit. And uh, they go and they find all like the devices that they're using to control the kaiju and they take them for their own. So then they control the kaiju. So like they're going to save the day. And then the aliens are like, all right, well, fuck that. If you're going to try to take care of the kaiju, we're going to send Ghidra after you. It is Ghidra, right? It's a Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, sorry. 
Um, King Ghidorah after you, you know, the biggest three-headed monster. If you have not watched these movies, it was the big monster from uh, King of All Monsters, the one that just came out here not that long ago. Uh, He shows up to kick everyone's ass because there's no way Earth Kaiju could ever withstand the power of King Ghidorah. Oh, wait, they can. They they certainly can. They curb stomp the shit out of him. Uh, one guy just gnaws on his neck for a while. Even baby Godzilla gets in on the. They the, jump on his back. They jump on his. They beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then the humans lose control of the aliens of the uh, of the kaiju and the aliens like wahaha now you you don't control anyone and nothing's gonna like wait why are they still why are they coming after us now and the humans make the comment that uh ah. Oh, the monsters even know who their real enemies are, and yeah. they kick the alien's ass, and then they all march <laughs> off to Monster Island to live happily ever after. Yeah. That's pretty much the whole movie, right? Yeah. I really yeah. skipped over the, the Earth point of view of this, which is says something, because I, out of the, the three movies we've watched so far, I think this one is the most human story-centric. Yeah. No, by far. Yeah, like, you don't really... They don't really deal with the monsters all that much. No, the, the monsters are more of a like a side story. Like this one is yeah. really like all humans. It's a whole human story, and then everything with the monsters is just kind of like that's the effect. The humans are the cause. The monsters are the effect, and that's kind of the whole movie. Uh, and I, I looked this one up just out of curiosity, and this one kind of has a lot of fans divided. Uh, some fans think that it's just kind of schlocky, a uh, little corny, just kind of here, like yeah, people just wanted to see monsters fight. So this is the first one that didn't really feel right to them. Oh, not the first one. This is one of the few that didn't really feel right to some fans. And other fans think that this is a goddamn masterpiece, and they really applaud its more simplistic story and the fact that it blended both the humans and the monsters better than some of the other ones, and, like, they really enjoy that. I'm kind of more in that camp than I am in, like, the other one, but I still wouldn't say, like, out of the three we've watched that this is my favorite one. It's still a fun ride, but the other ones kind of felt a little more special to me. Yeah, I would say I probably enjoy the other ones more, too. Yeah. Because uh, I do like it to be a little more monster centric. Mm-hmm. That's my taste. Uh, in the regard, I mean, there still needs to be the stupid human story. There always needs to be. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would I would agree. I, I um, think um, yeah, for me, Son of Godzilla still is the best one, like my favorite one so far. But this one was still like the the, the monster stuff delivers a hundred percent when it's on. Yeah. Sure, what were you saying? I, I, I don't made... I lost my thought. Oh, I'm sorry. When I had to move. <laughs> I had to make her move closer to the mic, and she lost her train of thought. My bad. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're you're both kind of right. Like the, the other two movies are a little bit more monster-centric, but it's also a little bit more divided. Like, it's kind of like, it's like you're swapping discs every time. It's like, oh, I'm going to watch the human <laughs> movie now. Or I'm going to watch the monster movie now. I'm going to watch the human movie now. And this one felt a little bit more like, no, we're, we're going to blend it. Like, you can't have one without the other. And there's a part of me that really appreciates that. Like, I like that. But it also kind of made everything feel like a beast. Like, all the monster stuff that I'm here for feel like a beast story, which I also, I'm not here for that. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why it's not my favorite. Because mm-hmm. it did feel so Star Trekky to me. Yeah. Because uh, you even have the captain who's trying to save his, I think, girlfriend who's under the influence of the aliens and the best oh, way. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this. Humans yeah. get under the influence as well. Uh, My bad. And the best way that he knows how to get her out of their influence is to shake her a whole bunch and rip <laughs> off her earrings. I'm like, that honestly feels oh, like something that Captain Kirk would do. I forgot about the yeah. ripping the earrings off. I pushed uh, that one right out of my head. Like, why yeah. the fuck are you ripping? The- Her ears are, like, gushing blood. It's you, like, what you, did you do? You could just remove them. 
but <laughs> yeah, no, the, you need to rip them out of her ears. <laughs> yeah, the stakes weren't that high that you had to rip them. Like uh, there were, she was outnumbered but, like but hundred first he to one. Just violently shakes her a whole bunch, which is definitely something they did in sci-fi for some reason for a long period of time. It is kind of a sci-fi it's trope. Just a shake women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that has gone away because it's not. Let's just let's say it again. Not a very good way to calm a woman down. Oh man, that explains so much of my working life. <laughs> Stop shaking. So women. many women have gotten so mad at me. I'm just like, calm down and shake, 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 shake. And then they're just more mad. <laughs> People just keep firing me. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> Why can't they keep work? But if you had dropped Captain Kirk into this film, he would have fit right in. I feel like. Yeah, and what I was thinking the whole time is if you dropped in uh, Tom Baker's Doctor Who. Like, the whole time, I was yeah. like, yeah, this guy could just walk right into this, and it would just totally fit. Yeah. <laughs> so it is fun with that regard to just be like, oh, my God, there's so much uh, possibility for crossover. <laughs> yeah, and there is something that's really fun, like, especially when the monster stuff starts firing. Like, exactly what John said. Like, when it works, it really works mm -hmm. like watching all these dudes in their big monster suits and just kind of marching around like this is fun like, like it's yeah, just kind of I mean, a party i joked earlier uh about the like a whole avengers thing like this is the avengers assemble moment of monsters but like that's just because every time a monster showed up even from the previous movies i was just like oh hell yeah this is great i was excited as each one showed up i was like okay yes yes even the the uh, you know the spider uh, from son of godzilla <laughs> even him uh, you know kamanga uh, when he showed up i was like oh hell yeah he's got the uh, you know he shoots web that's great he he's going to be an asset and i was i was in heaven godzilla heaven when <laughs> everyone showed up cuz it was just like <laughs> With each one, it was just better than the last. And then yeah, Son like, of Godzilla shows up too, and it's just like, oh, there's Manila. <laughs> and I also like that they didn't like they kind of buried Manila. Like uh, I remember seeing him on the posters and like hearing that he was in the movie. And then when I sit down and watch it, I'm like, where the fuck is he? He doesn't show up until the very end. But when he does, it's like, oh, there he is. Well, he's just not really <laughs> going to destroy anything. So. He helps destroy King Ghidorah. Yeah, he smoke oh, rings yeah. his ass. <laughs> But yeah, like that smoke ring wrapped around his this. head. There's a lot of monsters yeah. in this that I didn't recognize and they barely used, like Manda. I don't even know which one that one was in. That kind of looked like a, more of a traditional idea of a dragon. Yeah. Uh, I need So I feel like I need to go back and try to watch the movies these other guys were in. Because Ang Angorius and Baragon and Varin, like, I'm not familiar with any of them. Isn't Agorius the one from the second movie, or am I am I blanking him? I thought he was I from thought, Strikes Again or Raids Again. I thought that was the, no, maybe that was Angarius. I'm getting mixed up with Gorosaurus. Yeah, that that was the one that just looked up straight up fucking dinosaur. Yeah, it's <laughs> like what what is he doing here? Why is it just a random T Rex in with these guys? Yeah. <laughs> Can I join you guys? Hey, I, you guys kind of look like me. This'll work. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the one normal monster there, and amongst like he's like a normal dinosaur, and they're all like these weird giant monster kaiju and he's like oh uh, hi guys uh can i join your little party <laughs> I'll bring snacks. We're, as long as you're willing to kill the fuck out of this one guy with us then absolutely yeah. oh yeah three heads are bullshit <laughs> <laughs> 
The only problem I kind of have with this one is it, it's kind of like it's a way more extreme version of what we had last week with Son of Godzilla. Whereas like Son of Godzilla, by the time we kind of got to the end of it, we were been talking for maybe 30 minutes. And I'm like, that's kind of all I have to say. And I kind of have it more extreme in this one. Like this movie is so straightforward. Like, it, it doesn't really mess around with like really any fluff. It's just kind of like, here's a human, and he's got a spaceship that can take off and land in any fucking atmosphere. Oh my goodness, the um, amount of turns and <laughs> just the speed he can do things with that spaceship on Earth with G-forces. I'm like, you guys should be just jelly. That is oh. the best spaceship ever made. You guys need... Uh, yeah. And, holy and what's shit. funny is I've been... Re- I've been watching the expanse and reading the expanse books where they deal with this. Like the pilots and the people in the ship have these things in the back that like help them from keep them from having a stroke when the vehicle, like when the spaceships turn too fast. That's important. Yeah. And the book makes a big deal of it too. And I was like, I was thinking that as they're turning so fast, I'm like, Oh God, are you guys hooked up to this machine? And are you guys going to be okay? I hope no. you're, you know, hope your they blood doesn't the, boil or <laughs> they have the world's best spaceship. Uh, yeah. Not not to interrupt our, our spaceship conversation, because I do want to talk about it more, but I just caught the Google description of this movie, and it's so fucking funny, I have to read it. Scientist face Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and more obscure Japanese monsters sent by she-aliens. Yeah. <laughs> she-aliens. That's another reoccurring theme in 60s and 70s sci-fi, uh, just so you know. She-aliens? Uh, oh my god. She-aliens and primitive women from the moon and other things. Uh, yeah. and you know, we yeah. are super dangerous. You you really are. Yeah, we just want to take over the world, like, all the time. I or mean, just take over men. We we want to conquer and rule all. I mean, facts are facts. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, And we're covered in glitter whenever we want to do it. Yeah, you're, just you're like covered the in glitter. in fucking... Uh... <laughs> yeah. You're covered Twilight in glitter and you... You're well, covered they, in glitter. They glitter in the sun. Like in this movie, they're just covered in glitter fabric. That's true. Yeah. And bubble yeah, wrap. And then you glide out of rooms, like yeah. really <laughs> mysteriously, yeah. while smirking at the camera. Creepy. Ugh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Woman. We're scary. <laughs> Please oh, stop I like us. I like the name for them, too. Um, Kalax. Yeah, I like that, too. That's, it's a really cool name. Because with something like this, the names have to be, the names have to really sell it. And. For me, as soon as they mentioned that, I was just I was on board, hundred percent. It's just, and it's also odd to me that they're supposed to be from an asteroid. I kind of liked that. I just don't know how asteroids would ever have atmosphere to support any sort of life. Well, it wouldn't that's why they left? I just I like the idea of like when sci-fi movies and like kaiju movies are are you know they might not be sci-fi directly but they're cousins of sci-fi yeah. movies uh but i like it when they're just like no fuck your earth logic they're from an asteroid <laughs> from well an how asteroid. would they live an asteroid i'm sorry are you familiar with the the asteroid they're from well no because it's not real exactly shut right. up and it's just like <laughs> i like well, it when sci-fi movies do that it's just kind of like it just kind of brings them to this more world of like no this is just silly nonsense yeah. just, just have fun and i like how they, like when they defeat them they just uh they turn into like these slugs that go into rocks yeah, and they do they it discuss a, that. They do at one point. Yeah, I uh, missed that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, because I mean, Cause... it just reminds me of uh, one of my other favorite ones, the one with uh, I think I forget his name. We just bought a book for Corin that has it. The smog monster. No, the cyborg monster. Oh, Gigan. Gigan, because Gigan's controlled by human versions of cockroaches. Yeah, 
And then when they defeat him at the end of that movie, they turn back into cockroaches. Oh, man. I just, I love it. It's Gigan's... a reoccurring theme of people turning into weird little things. Since we're not doing uh, Gigan next week and we're doing uh, uh, Mechagodzilla, I just got to say, like, I love Gigan's arms. His big fucking knife arms that he can't do shit with. It's just so fucking funny. It's just like, oh. It, it's and like, a, what kind of cyborg is he? Is like a parrot? I have no idea. It's the weirdest looking thing. Like, but he's one of my favorites because it just feels like one of those, uh, they want another monster. Uh, shit, knife arms? Knife arms, parrot with laser eyes, and he's got a saw blade in his chest. Yeah. Cut. That print. That- Good to go. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, Gigan's funny. Yeah. Um, but that, honestly, now that I said the word funny, that was kind of things that I, I think I missed the most in this one, was like the other two movies at some point had me just kind of like rolling with laughter. This one never really got like... This one's more serious. It's both serious and super campy at the same time, but it never really got me to like laugh out no. loud. The only thing that I really laughed at was the fact that everyone that shoots a gun in this movie is trying to be James Bond. Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, I, I do just love like, the, the full-blown, like, you know what? Yeah, it's a kaiju movie, but we're also going to have a full-blown gunfight gun in fight. it. <laughs> Where someone just splays their body open, has their arms out as far as they can while he's shooting the gun, not even bothering to seek cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the one shot that you make a bigger target? <laughs> I I, there, I liked there was a shot I liked a lot where a guy got shot in the head, and it, when he when he falls off off camera, he rolls his eyes to like the where, direction he's falling. And he's just like, oh darn. Oh, we did laugh at that one. <laughs> that, that one did get yeah. us. <laughs> but I think to your point, um, yeah, there wasn't as laugh out loud. But for me, I think the campiness was like a, a general funny throughout that I think worked for me for this. Like where there was a lot more laugh out loud mo- loud moments before. This was just like I was smiling the whole time. It was like kind of a, this is silly. I'm really liking the silliness. It, it, it was more of a vibe versus an outright yeah. like laughs per minute. And I was really, I was really in the mood for it, and it was really hitting all the buttons. Just because everything it, was so campy and yeah, yeah. The atmosphere I agree with. I, th- I think they did a really good job with that. For me, it's just like the other two movies, like would legitimately make me laugh. Like almost like I was watching a comedy, and this one was just more of like um, enjoyable. Which is good. I mean, I, I, I like it when movies are enjoyable. I just th- I think I was just kind of getting ready for that more, like, belly laugh stuff. Like, we got with, like, uh, just Godzilla being a dad. Like, that sort of stuff just made me laugh. And this one was just kind of like, no, I'm just smiling and having a pleasant time. It's a very minor complaint that we're spending probably way too much time on. But it's just kind of like, I did notice that this one, this one just kind of had me, left me wanting a few more times than the other two movies did. And it's weird because this one's just like, oh, you like cake and ice cream? Well, here's a whole cake and a tub of ice cream. And it's like, uh, maybe it's too much. Right. Or it's a cake and ice cream that's been out for like maybe five minutes. And you're like, okay, this could have been better, maybe separated. Maybe, I don't know. Like for me, cake and ice cream, is, is they're both good separately and together they're, well, they're fine. It's like, okay. Yeah. But I'm going to want one more more than the other. Like, generally the ice cream more than the other. So the laughs, the laugh out loud, probably a little bit more than, the, you know, the more blended. And maybe that's what people are having an issue with. Like, why it's kind of more divided is this is blended. This is a little bit um, uh, more rounded. The edges are rounded to it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that could be. I, I was really just trying to, like, I was very curious why people disliked this one. Because I don't really think there's anything in here to full-blown dislike personally 
Like, if you're into kaiju movies, there's so much here to enjoy. Uh, from the ridiculous ship we were talking about earlier, like, the, the fact that it could just take off from Earth and then go to the moon, take off, come back in, like, five minutes, like, that alone, like, just, that is entertaining to me. Like, just like, <laughs> well, this, like, it, this is the future. It's 1999. I know. Oof. <laughs> oh, I do remember that that year when we could do that with ships. We can't do any of that. I mean, they're really in for a heap of trouble next year when the humans are dead because the robots have killed everyone. Oh, (laughs) (sighs) different movie. Different, different thing entirely. Can't we just talk to the humans? Little understanding could make things better. No, nope. Because they are dead. Anyhow, uh, sorry, I'm on a big, big flight of the Carnage Court's kick I right do now. want to point out that the captain in this movie, who is played by Akiro Kubo, was also the journalist in Son of Godzilla. Yeah, this guy is just made for these movies. Yeah. Like He does he, that he sort of camp so other, well. He did Before this, he did Monster Zero, uh, and then after this, he did Yogg, Monster from Space. I kind of want to watch both of those yeah. now. Like he's so good in these sort of roles, like, like the the captain role. I mean, he's a little abusive towards women. Um. It was the sixties. You just shook women. That's what you did. <laughs> nice you to grab, meet you. You just grab them by the shoulders and you shake them. I don't know why I'm getting that accent. I don't know either, but I like it. <laughs> That's like the sixties accent, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of felt like uh, Woody Allen a little bit. Ugh, don't go that route. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But uh, otherwise, like I think he's just kind of a fun character. Like, talk about just can-do captain. He's like, all right, you need to go to the moon. All right, you need to blow up this thing on the moon. All right, come back to Earth. All right. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> is anything a problem? There's a nope. lot of gasoline in that thing. That is a, maybe it's it's electric. <laughs> Did it look electric? <laughs> and yeah. In the future. And there's it definitely doesn't... no boogie-woogie-woogie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they could have had more dance numbers in this movie. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, that would have been a great addition to the center of this movie. Just suddenly break. Oh, man, having the monsters do a, a musical number or a dance routine before they kicked uh, Ghidorah's ass. like That would have been pretty great. Like, make it like West Side Story. All the monsters come onto the screen snapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, I'm, I'm 100% into that, and I, I kind of wish that would have been the sequel to the modern Godzilla. Can we get that after this Kong versus Godzilla? Just... Oh, did you not know that's oh. in Kong vs. Godzilla? That's the reference I'm making. That's how their fight starts. They both just come into, <laughs> come into Hong da, Kong, da, snapping. Da, 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 da. <laughs> they come out of the water, snapping. <laughs> how do you unlock characters in Godzilla Destroy All Monsters GameCube? That is the, uh, if you search Destroy All Monsters on Google, that is the second biggest hit. <laughs> is that a game on GameCube? Yeah. I kind of want to play that. Uh, we don't have a GameCube. It'll be tough. Yeah, we do. Don't we have oh, it in man. storage? No? Oh, maybe we do. I don't know. Even if we did, finding that game will be tough. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> GameCube games but, are yeah. everywhere. Uh, Chewy's shopping for it now. She'll she'll update us. This just in. It's just in. Can't find it. <laughs> it's available on eBay for $1. Uh, oh. I actually don't know yet. Chewy's going to let us know here in a moment. <laughs> That's, under- All right, That's we'll, underselling we'll it. Until she does. Uh, yeah, no. As soon as I saw the... Um, the captain and realized he was the journalist i was just like oh, okay it, it, it told me from the very get-go that i was going to be into his performance and that he was going to commit 110 percent to the thing he was doing yeah and, and both of those things are very true like it's 
this guy is so good at knowing what he's in and just having a blast with it. It's just it's just fun. And yeah, even all the technical talk in the ship, and that maybe for me that's where I started to laugh a little bit out loud more than others, just because his delivery of it was just a thing of dreams. <laughs> it was it was so fu- like to me it was so funny, and then just his his attempt at uh, captain face or straight face like. Like I'm the straight guy in this, to the the craziness that's all around, and then he would just deliver these techno jargon like, "All right, you know, k- kill the thrusters here," and I'm like, "Oh, this is great. This is wonderful." I mean, it really is. I, I I agree with you to the point where like that is the sort of stuff that would make me laugh in it. I just think because there just wasn't any like real punches to it, it didn't really ever get me. But I, again, I'm I'm really harping on something that's like so minor. That it, it kind of speaks to the quality of the movie, like to the the directing, the the look of it. Like I'm not sure which version you watched, John. We watched it on uh, HBO Max, and like the the restoration of this movie is fucking gorgeous. Like it's oh just, yeah, it's very no, clean, it. pristine, like almost yeah. to a fault. Like it's it, almost it to it a felt point where it's way cleaner than the other. Yeah, movies. yeah. I watched it on uh, Criterion, the Criterion Channel. Okay, yeah, because they, they they have the same library uh, for the both. So I guess it's, <laughs> we double dip. I'll watch it again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the the transfer was really good and it was really, I wasn't expecting that. Like, I think for me, because for me, it's this has been progressive in terms of each thing being more fun, more funny, more cheesy, more campy than the last. And just everything's been more, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know what to expect next because, well, I'm excited for it too, because it's just going to be more than what we what I just got, like the the, the props, the effects, the bleep bloops, <laughs> all the cheesy sci-fi elements of it were so pronounced and so great, and with such a crisp visual to go with it. I don't know another another notch in the. I'm going to buy this set eventually. Yeah, it, it's it's so worth it. Like they're just. Like they might not be the best movies ever made, but they're so good at what they are that like it's it's hard not to have a good time whenever you turn it on. And I'm starting to get a little aggravated that I wasn't cued into this. Like I I didn't wasn't encouraged to watch these or I didn't find these when I was younger or growing up and like I never had a chance to get into these at a, at a earlier stage in my life because I would have. This you would have, have been so I would have been all over it. Now. Yeah, you have so many. Like yeah. I have a I have an uncle who is really into monster movies. Actually, I have two uncles who are really into monster movies. One uncle was more into like the Universal monster movies, and the other one was more into like the bigger monster movies. So I got to watch a few of these as a kid, and like this one we never got around to. But like I remember watching like Creature in the Black Lagoon, and I remember watching uh, the original Frankenstein and those sorts of things. And then we'd watch Godzilla. We never watched like the original Godzilla because that one was. It's a little intense. That one's serious. That one's, that one's a little that intense. That one's actually about something. <laughs> yeah. But I, I remember watching, I think it was Raids Again, and that's probably why I can just never go back to that one because it puts me to sleep immediately. But, like, I remember watching these and, like, always enjoying them. But I didn't really ever fully dive into them until I was probably late high school, I want to say, is when I started, like, really just kind of grabbing which ones I could find, which wasn't all of them. Like, I still to this day haven't seen all of them. I still enjoy them. But I couldn't tell you how I got into them. Yeah. My parents are not kaiju people. They're not big movie people. No, they're not. Yeah. Um, the only well, thing I, I could assume yeah. is that one was on TV at one point. I really liked it. And whenever we would go to Best Buy, I would see a VHS and be like, buy this for me. Yeah, buy, That's the only thing I could assume. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I wouldn't even uh, at a younger age would uh, I wouldn't even have known where to look. I think the first reference I ever got to like guy in a suit walking around and stomping on miniatures. And this is a weird a weird cut, but um, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, mm. where he at the very end of the finale, where he's traveling through all the different film sets in the, in the film studio and just crossing destruction. Well, he goes through a Godzilla set and like just passes through and everything like bunch of people come in and crash into everybody and the guy in the suit and there's explosions on there i was like that's kind of neat and then the movie moves on but ne- i never had enough to know like there was more to it than that or what to expect and yeah. I, mean, I feel cheated I know. <laughs> honestly that... I, I would have to say like my love of kaiju and all that sorts of stuff i mean i can credit my uncles of course because they had a lot to do with it <clears> but let's be honest here people it was power rangers I watched so much Power Rangers from the day it started till now uh, <laughs> that, uh, like, yeah, big monsters in cities fighting shit. Yeah, that was a weekly event for me. Like that, that really is where that that came from. Oh, and again, yet another area where I got to miss out because it was just past the turtles thing, and my parents were not into and yet another set of things to buy or marketing or things like that, and we didn't have those channels, so I missed I missed I mean, that generation. You you had so. the channel because that was Fox. you had Fox. <laughs> Everyone had Fox. Well, depend uh, depending on how the antenna sat. Sometimes fair you had enough. Fox, and that, sometimes you didn't. That, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> it only had Fox when it was married with children. I had Fox when it wasn't snowing, uh, <laughs> and I lived right. in Fargo, so it was always snowing. I'm just being right. dumb. He's eight years old. Uh, it's only winter on the TV. It's so weird. All that snow. <laughs> it's a double meaning for you TV people. So we got a little sidetracked there, but it's okay because I think we're kind of running gas on the movie. What what did we miss? Is there anything you guys want to say on this before we start wrapping things up? I love that the beginning of this movie is just miniatures for like oh, yeah. at least ten minutes or whatnot. I'm not sure if it was ten you, minutes. Oh, it was only yeah. eighty minutes long, but it's very it's a good short, chunk. Yeah, but you start out with all miniatures, and then you get the introduction to all the monsters. You get, and then you go into the planet not the planet the mountain base and then you go to the base on the moon so the in between there's just so much detail and special effects that i'm like i would really say that's one of the things i most appreciate from this one yeah is that they really were on top of their game when it came to that with the with the miniatures and the layering of film cells to make depth of field yeah. with you know no computers oh. which it always still boggles my mind about the amount of work that people had to do in tiny rooms staring at little film cells to layer together it, it blows my mind and yeah. like I, I totally agree but i as much as i love it in this movie i don't want to give this movie all the credit because i can honestly say there isn't a godzilla movie that has bad miniature work at least that i've seen they knock it out of the park every time. Even going back to the original. like The miniature stuff is great. It's glorious in this one because they obviously have more money. They've been doing it a lot longer. But it's like their miniatures are always good. Yeah. And they're I, always just a joy to watch. Like I particularly enjoyed the helicopters. Yeah. I don't know if they were on strings somehow or if they were uh, electric, remote controlled or whatnot. But I just thought they looked amazing in the... Yeah, they did. The, they did really well. They created around them. Yeah. And and you know even even if there were strings, like the missiles all had strings, and I saw those, and I was just like, I love it. Yeah, fine. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> it works. If, if if anything, this movie and the movies before it, what it 
what's telling me, what's showing me about myself is that all that, all that stuff that kind of slips through that dated effects, those things were like, they're not quite right, but they're still so like, so great to begin with. I don't care. And yeah. I, I feel like when we, in today's age, when we watch like CGI and we're always so nitpicky about it is because we've gotten down the wrong track about how to f- have fun with special effects. And this is a good reset. I think. And especially this movie that has kind of blended all that together really well. The live action, the monsters, the miniatures, and the people. And even if it isn't the most like striking out of all of them, this blend is a really good place to even even start if you're not familiar with it. Uh, Son of Godzilla 2, just to get you in that zone, it, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. And it shouldn't. I, I don't know. Like, don't imp- you, you can't improve on that because that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really kind of like what's been... And that's really kind of what's been, I think, the, the biggest joy of this month is just like, oh, man, things rough around the edges can be better because they're rough around the edges. Um, and you can just see the craftsmanship that went into yeah. it. Yeah. You can't really see that with animation. No, you can't really see it with animation. You definitely can't see I mean, you can see And by see that, it, I mean the CGI, CGI yeah. animation. I, I, you can definitely tell it's there, but it's just, it's it's harder to spot. You can't feel it. Yeah, that's it, the whole that, thing. that tactile nature of you, it feel miniatures there's no other way to describe it um and i want to add too that watching this has almost made me want to it's the same feeling i had when i would watch like behind the scenes for movies and want to be like i want to be filmmaker watching these weirdly enough is like i would like to make a miniature and film it i want to get i want to make these kind of things like it, it it sparked a weird creativity in me in my mind it just kind of lit a, lit a match there i'm like oh this is this is making me feel creative in a way that I wasn't expecting. Well, we could get you to buy a really big piece of plywood, cut it into a circle, <laughs> put that on top of your trampoline, and say, "Girls, you can't play on this for a while." Dad, Daddy's working. <laughs> Daddy's making a city. <laughs> and then dress up. City, but he's gonna put you in costumes. Then you can knock it all the fuck down. So it's gonna be okay. <laughs> yes. Oh man, don't tempt me. I will. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempting. I'd want to see this happen. Please do it. I mean, your trampoline is the perfect uh, like size and height to get that going. Yeah. So John's going to do this. He's going to film it, and then we'll put it on the website so yeah. you can check it out. Yeah. There. Decided. John's agreed. Anyhow, moving on quickly. <laughs> John will foot the bill for it too, right? Right. Yeah. Good. Oh, cool. Hey. Uh, uh, ooh, ah. Uh, what? Uh. All right, uh, let's start moving to the end of this thing. Uh, let, let's go first for favorite Mormon moments. Favorite, favorite Mormons? Mormons? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Your favorite Mormon? Um, <laughs> well, favorite uh, uh, moments. Uh, I'll go first because this was my pick, and it's going to be King Ghidorah's ultimate beatdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I were a Golden Spine Kids book, like the beatdown of Ghidorah. It's so good. It's just like, holy <laughs> shit, guys, calm down. No, 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 he's dead. You got him. He's dead. Um, I like the moment when they get the the brainwashed guy and they're interrogating him in like a hotel room or something. Uh, and then they stop to have a cigarette. And then the guy just uh, just gets up, just goes to a window and jumps out. And they're like, oh, my God. And they, they just... somewhere in Britain, some guy's like, I got an idea for a TV show. And we have the IT crowd. <laughs> but it's like, come on, guys. This he's kind of your prisoner. Uh, just pay attention to him when you walk away for a cigarette. I don't know. Because <laughs> he, it's not like he's racing for the window. You know, he, he takes walked, his time. He walked slowly. 
They watched yeah, him hands open in his the pockets. window. Yeah. He moseys to the window. And, and, and if someone's moseying. I'm yeah, sure he's not going to kill him. So, oh, there he goes. <laughs> Are we watching oh. a scene on Sun all month? What the hell's going on now? <laughs> all right, John, favorite moment? Uh, it's, the, it's the shootout that happens right after that. that the James Bond shootout. James Bond shootout. Yeah. James Bond shootout. Between the laser guns and the regular guns, and everyone making the James Bond pose, everyone, absolutely everyone, and then the ice, the, the cherry on top is the guy who rolls his eyes as he gets shot in the head, because it's just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm dead. <laughs> I can't really cut it out if it's uh, if you can pick it up, but I'm sorry, my my neighbor just started his very low engine car, so suddenly your podcast has started growling at you. That's what that is. <laughs> Uh, double features. Hmm. I can go first because I've had mine primed since we watched the movie last night. Because I'm like, this is clearly the best one to watch with this. It's gonna be the Power Ranger movie, uh, the one with Ivan Ooze. I, I don't think I even need to describe it. I think you can tell why that's a great pick. These two would pair up so well together. They're just both the right level of ridiculous and colors. And I didn't think that was gonna work, but somehow it did. That was surprisingly fun. I'd go with uh, Star Trek The Voyage Home. Where are the nuclear vessels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> holy crap. Because Star Trek crap. just works with this movie, and you're like, you know, this one takes itself just a little too seriously. I think I need a little bit more humor and cheese. All right. We need to go back in time to save the whales. <laughs> That is one of those movies where I'm like, there's no way I'll ever enjoy this piece of shit. Ah, it's my favorite Star Trek movie. <laughs> How'd that happen? Because <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good movie. I don't even like Star Trek, but I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. They saved the whales, and they saved Earth. No, it's all the Russian guys screaming, where are the nuclear weapons? Where are the nuclear <laughs> weapons? That one scene. <laughs> the whole movie's perfect. Or, uh, Scotty, uh, hello, computer? <laughs> I forgot about that one. That was good, too. Not as good, but still good. Oh, God. Bones Uh. just lecturing everyone in the hospital. What is this surgery? This is barbaric. (laughs) You're just cutting into them? Oh, that movie's great. Uh. Uh, All right, John, double feature. Um, All right, for mine, I'm going to go, like, uh, I'll film school on it, but um, Trip to the Moon uh, from Melies. The way that the miniatures were so evocative and fun i think it would pair well because there's also like the rocket hitting the moon and the moon's the guy's face and it's in his eye and then they're walking on there and dancing around it's not very long right but neither is this movie it's, it's gonna be a short double feature right yeah but i just there's a similar level of joy with that level of effects where you you can see the seams just because of the time period but the seams are there and it's so like crunchy <laughs> and yeah, I think both go well together and would be just a great miniature extravaganza. I mean, there's a lot of beatdowns in Trip to the Moon, too. I mean, lots of people get whacked with umbrellas and yeah. turned to smoke. Yes. yes. <laughs> a lot of jumping. A lot of jumping in the movie. A lot yeah. of jumping. They, they do jump a lot. <laughs> well, with the, yeah, with the speed of the, the film, jumping looks fun and funny. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> Man, I haven't watched that movie in a while. That's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, so getting into next week and then getting into next month, we're going to do both of that. First, I need a big clarification because I finally did my research. I kept saying that I was trying to research, which was really 
very, very vague and very quick, uh, very quick things. But for any of you who's been screaming at me for the last three weeks that I'm dead wrong, you're right. I was dead wrong. Destroy all monsters and uh, all monsters attack could not be uh, less separated. They are definitely not sequels. And uh, if you've been screaming at me, you're right. I was wrong. Uh, we're still not going to cover it, but I just want to clarify <laughs> that I know it's not a sequel. Um, I, I did finally look into it because I wanted to watch it, and now it sounds incredibly fascinating, and I really want to watch it. Um, but that'll be for a different time. Maybe we'll throw it into aware of they've been doing at some point. Uh, not anytime soon because we still need to finish the Snyder Cut with Chewie. Because uh, everyone, <laughs> everyone needs to watch the Snyder Cut. I watched the whole thing in one night. That movie's fucking amazing. I'm just going to keep talking about it for the rest of my life. Here, here. Because <laughs> it's fucking amazing. And everybody who's like, Ugh, I guess it's fine, can shut up. Just say a movie's good. Good movies are good. You can chill out. No, and welcome to the fold. Yeah. You might feel a little awkward because you've said so many mean things <laughs> in the past. But when you finally realize what art is. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It you know, feels good. I'm just going to say, like, yeah. yeah. Welcome. And you know what? Crow is tasty sometimes, right? You just eat, eat some, eat your crow and. Get over it. Crow. Hey, no. you know what? This uh, is this is a savory chicken. It just has a lot of no, spices. No, no, you say eat crow like I was wrong. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. No. That's a yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. But like, here I'll put cards <laughs> on the table. Before the Dark Knight came out, Dark Knight. Before the Dark Knight <laughs> dark came Nate. out, I was the number one person that they're going. It's gonna suck. It's gonna be an awful movie. They're doing too much. I know it's gonna be garbage. And I was like, fuck, I was wrong. That movie's great. The so dark you can Nate. do it too. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows me knows that wasn't a lie. I was very set for the Dark Knight, Dark Nook to suck, and uh, and it didn't. So you know, anyhow, Snyder cut rules. Um, that's actually a pretty good lead-in. I know we'll talk about next week in a moment. Uh, so John and I have been talking as we do pretty much every day uh, after we both watched the Snyder cut. Like, holy shit, this was a good movie. Like, and I'm not just saying that it's a Snyder fan because John here is not a huge Snyder fan, and we're pretty much on the same page on this one, right? Yeah, pretty much. So, so I figured, and John figured, and then I talked to Chewie, and she's always on board. We should probably do a, a Zack Snyder month. Because a lot of times, fans are just like, fuck them. They haven't watched the movie he made yet, and they just go immediately to fuck them. And I want to figure out why you're wrong about that. We're, we're going to spend a little bit of time on it. It's going to be a fun month. I enjoy that they go to see his movies anyways. That is, That, uh, that will definitely be talked yeah. about as well. As so many yeah, people are like, I hate Zack Snyder, yeah, yet you, you all... It. <laughs> all watched a four-hour movie. Always go, and you always. Well, and this will be it. unique for us because we've we've covered a lot of his movies in After the Hype. I'd say the majority in general. Yeah, yeah majority of them. So this, this isn't like reviews of the movie. It's going to be a lot more, at least from what we've talked about, just exploring the why of it, like you said, just yeah. getting down to it because there's something going on there. From a, 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 a not, not just not even so much fans, so much, but like a how you approach his movies because you know him before you know his movies yep. it, it, because of pop culture. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. We should get to some deep dives. I know for a fact we will cover the justice league. Although I, I had been telling a lot of people we weren't going to, but then I had to watch the thing and Holy shit, I have to talk about it. So we will definitely cover yeah. justice league. Um, we'll probably cover BBS again. I, I would be surprised if we wouldn't, but that one might not happen. Um, I'd really like to talk sucker punch because that is probably, his most misunderstood movie, even if it's not his best movie, it might even be his worst movie. Um, but it's still, no matter what, his most misunderstood movie. <clears throat> uh, and then uh, we have to do because this one we haven't covered yet, Owls of Gahul. Um, mm. 
Since oh, we right. never cover that one, we have to cover that one. And then I feel like we have to cover Dawn of the Dead because we never covered Dawn of the Dead either. So we might do the two that we never yeah. covered and then two of the other ones. We don't know what those will be yet, but one of the other ones. Yes. Yeah, and I, and I might try, I if, if I can work up the time, I'm going to try to do the um, Watchmen just in, as of where they've been doing. Because yeah. that's the one of his I've seen, well, now that you mentioned the Owls, that, that lost its spot for the least. But I watched it in theaters, Watchmen, and I didn't even see the director's cut. So I am so... You haven't seen so it the director's cut yeah. is much better. Yeah. It, and that's that's kind of the one rule of thumb for the entire month next month. We're doing director's cuts only, if available. There isn't a director's cut of Owls Gahul. But the rest of them, we're doing director's cut only. We're, we're seeing Snyder's vision on this, not Warner Brothers' vision. And I feel like that's a very important distinction to make. Yeah. it'll be The, the month will be called the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. Uh, and then, of course, next week, you know, we're not done with these kaiju yet. We have Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. <laughs> I'm excited. I am so excited for this movie. I've seen this one a few times. It's, it's a little, it's a little, little zany, a little fun. Uh, it, it's just this one's just a good time, and I'm I'm really looking forward to rewatching it. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to spoil anything else. That one's a lot of fun. And I, I, am I the one who's seen it? Yes, you I never, it? I've never actually seen any of with Mechagodzilla. <clears throat> and John, I know you haven't seen it because you've seen so few of these. So I'm the only right, one right. going in <laughs> with a little bit of knowledge. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited. It's a good one. Uh, let's do a quick round of plugs, very very quick, and we'll uh, we'll say goodbye for this show and every the show on the ATH Network. Be sure to check out ATHPod.com. That includes uh, Behind the Hype, Damage Boost, Demon Days, and Binge Buddies. Binge Buddies is just about to finish up their last season of Alice in Zombieland before <clears throat> we start up our drum roll, please. I don't have an actual title for the show yet, but it will be covering what we do in the shadows. Uh, starting with the movie and then going through both seasons of the TV show. Very excited for that over at Binge Buddies. Oh, John, nice. what do you have going on at uh, Demon Days? Uh, we're still on our, our bi-weekly schedule, and right now our heroes just finished defeating a corpse flower, and they're moving on to exploring their cool new headquarters, and they're about to go deeper into this mountain and fight off more monsters. It'll be interesting. I, I'd like more chances to say fucking ew as a bullywug, please. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, All right, so that's it. We've done it. Be sure to tune in next week for the end of Kaiju Month. Very exciting stuff. Bye! See you later, bozos.